Ring the bell. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the WrestleCast with Shozy, the only pro wrestling podcast out of the Middle East. I am your host, Shozy. My tag team partner is out on a special assignment, but joining us today as a guest, the very galactic Nova Knox. You are very welcome to have me, Shazi. Very good to have you. How are you doing? Oh, you know, always living life to the max. And I hear you've been back in the ring training, getting ready. Not sure who you heard that from, but yeah, clearly you have some credible sources for once. Yes, we are back training, working harder than ever after this long dry spell we've had. But nonetheless, we are back and better than ever and ready to show the world what we got. We can't wait to see what Novanox has in store for us in the future. But for those who haven't heard of Novanox or haven't witnessed what Novanox is like, how would you describe yourself to the fans? All the planets revolve around Novanox. I may have a bit of an ego. I may be self-centered, but you know what? I've earned that right because I'm the best in the ring. I am the best on the mic. I am the physical embodiment of greatness, and that's what WME is there for, to be my platform and to show the world what I am capable of. Wow, it's a pretty good description. Ah, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that you may have had an inspiration, either a person or an event that got you into wrestling. Who or what inspired you to pursue wrestling as a career and really move it forward? I could date back to maybe 15 years ago. The first exposure I've had to wrestling were my little cousins. They really loved watching Raw and SmackDown. Their favorites were Rey Mysterio, Eddie Guerrero, John Cena. So I stuck around, watched a bit of what they had to see. At first, of course, I was like, okay, this is interesting. Pro wrestling. But when I joined them in an episode of Raw, and it was pretty great honestly i think i fell in love that day from then on i would join them every time they'd sit around and watch episodes of ron smackdown we never really had access to the pay-per-views until i did a little bit of research and in toronto we had our cinemas that you could go and watch your pay-per-views so that's how we slowly got involved that's what exposed me to wrestling and the more i watched the more i kept getting exposed to it that's when I felt like I slowly wanted to get into this. In fact, I've known Savage Sam for quite some time. Uh, we've been Facebook friends. And I saw one of his Facebook posts, uh, I think about four years ago. And he was in a wrestling ring and everything. I'm like, oh, wow, that's here in the UAE? So I reached out. He gave me some details. And that's when my training began. That's quite the story. And when you were developing your character and... I'm asking this because your character follows a very unique theme when it comes to <laughs> portraying yourself. You follow a galactic theme that kind of embodies the galaxy's space, kind of the astronomy vibe. How did you cook that up? Why did you choose to go for that? It was a quite a lengthy process. When I debuted in professional wrestling, being getting in the ring in my matches, I didn't start as Nova Knox. So developing characters take time, even while you're wrestling. So first of all, I had to come up with the ring name. And ultimately, I thought, okay, you know what? Nova's great because it can fit with anything. I can play around. 
But then after I did declare myself as Nova, I was thinking, oh, what should my general aesthetic be? I do appreciate the galactic aesthetic, but I never thought I could really include that until I did some research, looked around for some cool wardrobe choices, and I'm like, okay, well, damn, this is it. My name is Nova, and I don't see many people in the current industry having the same gimmick maybe it'll have like theme that has some galactic uh, inspiration in it but they haven't really gone full force with it around the time i started since then i've seen maybe one or two more wrestlers do it and kudos to them but everything slowly started coming together from gear to entrance gear to the robe to so all together it did have a lot of moving parts it wasn't like a one day i pop in and bam i'm out of this world it did take a lot of time fast forward to today and i'm here Definitely, I can understand that you put a lot of thought and effort into the character. And if you haven't watched any of Nova's matches, I'd suggest you definitely do. Because (laughs) as great of a competitor he is in the ring, he has, I'd say, a very unique character. And I guarantee that you've not seen that sort of character before. And to add to this, your tagline is out of this world. How did you come up with that one? Was it part of the entire process or did you just think that, hey, I'm following a much more galactical theme. It fits the entire process. Why not just go with that? Well, you know, if you look at the stars of today and you can see that they have something that's tagline that catches on really well. And I wanted something like that, something that people are familiar with, but aren't really using it as an epithet. So when I came across i'm like okay well this fits me perfectly out of this world i did try to run it by some shows i'd say it during the match and i think it stuck on fairly well i've even designed gear around it around my aesthetic so out of this world is what basically describes nova Knox. and is there anywhere we can get your gear from right now i think t-shirt flies are my merchandise but I am in the middle of looking for a new supplier that I'm more hands-on with because I like to expand that. Right now, I just have the t-shirts. You can get it in a hoodie as well. I also designed a silicone wristbands because I know some people may not necessarily want to wear t-shirts, but at least with the wristbands, that's more collectible. That's not as much of a commitment in terms of your general outfit of the day. So there's many ways I'm trying to expand my line of merchandise. I'm definitely looking forward to that, and you should be too. Thank you. <laughs> and now that we've spoken a bit about how Novanox was born, let's move on to you being announced as a part of the roster at Wrestling Middle East. How did that feel, and what can we expect from you? Well, honestly, with WME opening its doors finally, it's been a long time coming. I've known that they've been working on it for quite some time now. And like I said earlier, we've had quite a dry spell. The independent wrestling scene in the UAE is close to nothing. So the fact that WME is taking advantage of this and opening their doors, because there is demand for wrestling. That cannot be denied. There's a whole community out here of people that enjoy professional wrestling. And a fraction of that want to do this for a living. They want to learn the ins and outs of the ring. So with WME opening their doors, it's a great opportunity to come back better than ever. And I'm thrilled to be a part of it, see how far we can go and what to expect from me. Well, you just have to wait and find out, honestly. But it's not going to be your run-of-the-mill wrestler, that's for sure. As the ref, I expect nothing less 
than what I've seen before, which is having a hard time doing my job. Now let's move on to a different topic. Steer away from the local scene here and let's move on to the bigger picture with other promotions. We've seen a lot of different ideas pop up with wrestling promotions around the world during the pandemic and even before the pandemic. But would you say that some of those ideas are too much of the same thing when it comes to storylines, characters, pay-per-views, and all the other factors that go into creating a show? Just a quick disclaimer. I try my best to keep in touch with the current product. It's very important, especially when you're wanting to get into this industry. So my answer may not be shared with others, different viewpoints. But from what I see in terms of seeing the same thing, I really think it depends on the product you're watching. If you look at WWE, more or less, there are some mirrors between their brands, except NXT. But Impact is doing their own thing right now. I know they have something called the Wrestle House. It's just the way they could combat not having everybody in the same venue. And then AEW is just trying their best to make strides within the industry. Maybe not the best way, but nonetheless, they're trying. So if I'm seeing the same thing, it usually comes in the form of storylines. Characters are great. Everybody's doing their best to fulfill their roles. But it really depends on the storyline they're given and the character they're supposed to portray. Because I see a lot of that switching around here and there. But, and in addition to that, they are taking things incredibly slow due to the current COVID-19 situation. So in that sense, I can't really be too critical on them. But hopefully it's not a phase that would generally deter me from the product. I hope they can fix everything up But when things go back to normal. But nonetheless, it's nothing that's really been bothering me. But maybe to other fans, they may not appreciate seeing the same thing over and over. So honestly, just only time will tell at this point where the storylines will go, how the characters will be. But nonetheless, everybody's struggling. So it's great enough that wrestling is still continuing. And it's still that form of entertainment that we have to enjoy and watch. But like I said, only time will tell. Definitely. But personally, I feel like matches and storylines are becoming quite predictable. Oh, yeah? And I feel it's been like this for a while. Again, other people may feel differently, but personally, I feel there's a lot of things in there that fans watching can already predict. You can watch a match and halfway through it, oh, okay, this is what's going to happen next and this person is going to go over and win the match. I feel like that surprise element has been taken out of the picture like we had back during the Attitude Era and the Ruthless Aggression Era. So I'm really looking forward to that surprise element kind of kicking back in and taking over again because those are some of the things that I personally as a fan loved watching. And there are current attempts of bringing back a lot of surprise elements. There are a lot of things working behind the scenes that can build up that surprise again. But like you just said, we can't be too hard on them because of the current situation. So I'm looking forward to how everything bounces back after this entire pandemic has subsided and everything is back to normal. Right. Yeah, seriously. How long have you been noticing that there's been some predictability? It's been a few years now. Certain matches in the beginning, it was like, okay, I'm a fan, so I understand the basic 
layout of a match. But over the past five years, I'd say it's went from I can slightly make a prediction that it may come true to the point where, okay, I can predict what type of story this match is going to tell. And then mm. in the end, this person is going to win. And this is what's going to happen further down in this storyline. Okay, I see. Yeah, five years. Wow, okay, that is a while. So this is way before COVID. <laughs> Definitely, yeah, way before COVID. I've yeah. been noticing it, but I wanted to let it go to really keep that sense of me being a fan of wrestling because I don't really want to lose that spark that wrestling has for me. And like I said, the predictability is kind of making me lose that spark for it. Yeah, I totally get where you're coming from. But you know what? Another thing is nowadays, everybody is on social media. The accessibility is much higher. All the dirties are talking about, oh, who's backstage? Who's there? So we all have a bit more of an insight as to what's happening. So maybe that could be related to the predictability that we're seeing. Things being a bit too obvious. Very rarely we'll have a true surprise. But I did mention there are a lot of moving parts. So now that you and I are actually wrestling and seeing the ins and outs, it is quite challenging. So like you said, you don't want to let that spark go. But maybe that just comes with growing older. I don't know. It could be a factor of getting older. Yeah. I, mean, I definitely view wrestling differently. And I'm pretty sure everyone else's listening views wrestling differently compared to when they were younger and compared to when they're older right now. So that could definitely be a factor. I agree. Yeah, that, that's definitely one thing. Now that we've talked about all the ins and outs of wrestling, getting back in the ring, watching matches, let's move on to a fun part of the show with a quick fire round of who would you tag with? So, Nova, oh. here's how it's going to go. I'm going to give okay. you two names, <laughs> and you're going to have to pick one person right off the bat and say who would you rather tag with in the match sure okay let's do this see i have some history with tag team so let's do this <laughs> <laughs> all right let's go first one lita or melina lita why lita just she's oh man now you're saying why between the two i have a preference for lita they're both great characters wonderful personalities but Lita has had some wild versatility in terms of her character. She's had a bit of an issue towards her departure. But nonetheless, I just prefer her more as a character and as a wrestler. Awesome. Triple H or Batista? Triple H. Because like I said with the character thing, I remember him as the King of Kings, a member of DX. And he was really prominent around the time I started watching wrestling. Batista was really big too. But I think I just vibe more with Triple H. I can vouch for that. I vibe with Triple H much more. Next one, Bret Hart or John Cena? John Cena. I'm not going to deny that Bret Hart is a great wrestler, but again, just John Cena is someone I grew up watching, and he received a lot of flack while I was growing up, but I still enjoyed his energy, his charisma, seeing his matches. It was wonderful, and tagging with him would be pretty out of this world. All right, before we move on to the next one, John Cena as the character he is now, or back in the day when he was the doctor of thugonomics? No, between the two. Because now he's just a bit... I don't want to say watered down. That's a, not a very nice thing to say. But doctor of thugonomics was a bit... Wait, I'm sorry. Was the doctor of thugonomics the rapper gimmick of his? Or was it the one with the spinning WWE belt? 
It was the rapper a gimmick of his. No, I liked the days where he had the spinning belt. So it's like a shadow of what he is now, but I just remember him being so explosive back then. Okay. All right, let's move on to the next one. Shawn Michaels <laughs> or Kane? Uh, okay, this is a bit more tougher. I liked them both growing up, but you know what? Yeah, let's go for HBK, Shawn Michaels. Is it because of the super kick? Not so much a super kick, but I will say the super kick has definitely lost its glamour nowadays. Everyone's doing it. But when Shawn Michaels did it, it was just like, that's the finish. And he's also a great personality, a part of DX as well. When I was watching, he had that wonderful match with Ric Flair at WrestleMania. I would go for Shawn Michaels over Kane, even though I do love Kane. Everyone's super kicking their way to fame these days. They really are, honestly. <laughs> but Shawn Michaels' Sweet Chin music will always have a different vibe to it. Oh, yeah, no, he was the, the beacon of the super kicks. Definitely. All right, next one. Slasha Banks or Charlotte? Oh, no. Uh, I'm going to go for Charlotte. She honestly has surprised me from where she began till now, from what she's receiving from the public in terms of who her father is. She's definitely surprising people every time she gets into that ring. So good for her. And plus, she's had many accomplishments. She's had wonderful matches, even with Sasha. I love Sasha Banks as well, but I'm going to have to pick Charlotte. Yeah, I'm kind of divided on this one. Yeah, well, you so, asked the question. I have to pick, right? <laughs> no, I'd say when I was writing this down, I was divided. I'm like, okay, this is a tough choice for me as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I could think of many reasons why I'd go for Sasha as well, but you know what? Let's just go with Charlotte. I see big things for her. Awesome. Trish Stratus or China? Okay. Now, see, Trish Stratus was one of the first people I was exposed to, so I'm a go for Trish. Also, fun fact, I think I told you this as well, but where I grew up in Toronto in a suburb called Richmond Hill, she was actually not my next door neighbor. She lived down the street for me in another street. And I didn't know this until she moved. And I found out through another friend of mine who lives on the same street as her, who lived on the same street as her, that, oh, yeah, no, there's a professional wrestler. I forget her name. Uh, Trish Stratus. I'm like, what? Trish Stratus lived in this? <laughs> I know the exact house as well. But she's like, oh, yeah, no, she's a total babe. And I'm like, okay, well, I missed out. But I mean, nonetheless, it was, this is a very interesting subject. And actually, you know what? I think the house that Trish used to live in, a family friend of mine lives there now. And I was ready to pack my bags and move down to your street no, in Canada. No, got, but you know what? I think she's still in Richmond Hill. If you follow her Instagram, you'll see some uh, her locations are in Richmond Hill. So it's really such a great place to live when you're growing a family. So good for her. Seth Rollins or Randy Orton? Oh... Okay, here's another one. See, Randy, I've known for a very, very long time. Seth Rollins is pretty good, too. I wouldn't want to say the word careless, but he's very... Uh, give me another word for careless, Shazi, because I don't like using that word. Spontaneous? Um, spontaneous is much better. See, I should have known that. <laughs> the way I <laughs> <laughs> I'll go for Seth Rollins. He's doing big things right now. I believe he's feuding with Rey Mysterio, right? Yep. Yeah, and his whole family. But when I see Randy, I don't see much variation. He's always been the legend killer, the viper. But I think we're seeing different sides of Seth Rollins nowadays. He's definitely an arsenal to deal with, especially if you're teaming with him. 
Definitely. And who would you say is the more unpredictable one? You know what? I've liked the way Randy Orton does end his matches with the sudden RKOs. He sometimes busts it out in ways that I haven't even figured or expected to see. So I would say maybe Randy Orton is more unpredictable. RKO out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Undertaker or Ric Flair? Oh, see, when I enter the ring, I do kind of channel Ric Flair with his big robe and his pompousness. But Undertaker, he's just something straight out of a storybook. They're both just straight-up legends. I would have to go with Undertaker, honestly, because I think when he made his entrance, everybody watched, aside from him being a great professional wrestler. Definitely. He had and always will have the power to silence any room he walks into. Honestly, that's why he's still so prominent in today's scene. He's wrestled so long ago, but he's still being exposed to the product. Kids nowadays are still, like, they know him. So, yeah, no, I'm going to have to choose Undertaker on that one. Definitely. All right. Bailey or Naomi? Hmm. They're both really good. I like Bailey. I like Naomi. <laughs> you know what? Let me pick Naomi because she can do things I can never even do in terms of flexibility. But I feel like with a tag team partner, when I can't do something, I'll just tag her right in and she can bust out all the flashy moves. <laughs> I'd say her Feel Her Glow type of vibe comes from your different robes, your t-shirts, and your character. Uh, yeah, we do kind of have a similar aesthetic going on. It's definitely great. But before I even went galactic, I was thinking of doing the glow kind of thing. Not, not the word glow. But something more lights related, like a DJ look. And then that's around the time she debuted Feel the Globe. So I'm like, okay, well, good for you, Naomi. (laughs) (laughs) Back to the drawing board for me. (laughs) All right, last one. Becky or Natalia? Becky Lynch or Natalia? They're both very sound in the ring. But, you know, Becky does have a stronger presence. And she's had some great matches. Natalia is very, very, very solid in the ring. But I want some of that star power. Give me Becky Lynch. (laughs) I'd go for Becky Lynch as well. Natalia, I know your your, uh, infatuation with her. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I'm a huge fan of Becky Lynch. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So I I feel like Natalia is more of that person who kind of hands the torch every time over to the next person. Yeah, but how many torches does this girl have? And she's still in the ring. So (laughs) she's not really handing a torch. It's just... Oh, I don't know. They really need to do something better with her. Right now, she's with Lana, I believe. Yeah, she's with Lana. Oh, okay. Well, at least Lana has something to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I really hope Natalia works up again as a character. Uh, yeah, character work, she could definitely change and evolve. Because her wrestling does not need to change at all. Yeah, great wrestler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, that was the last one. This is fun, but still a little bit nervous. <laughs> like, yeah. nerve-wracking. <laughs> Definitely is. My hands were shaking writing some of these. <laughs> I know it's just a game, but I'm like, okay, I have to make the right decision as if it's actually going to happen. Who <laughs> 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 know, sometime down the line. But, I mean, at this point in time, no. I mean, <laughs> it's a game. It definitely is. But it would be awesome to tag with any of these people if oh, they ever listen sure. to this. Yes, we have to push it to them. Just DM all of them with this. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a message you'd like to give to your fans and the listeners? 
Oh, yeah, for sure. I have a great message, actually. Aside from bowing down to me as I walk by, do your research. Find your local wrestling school. If this is something you really want to do, get involved. Come to training on a regular basis or as much as you can. I don't understand everyone's situation, but nonetheless, if this is something you want to do, you have to commit. Always be there with an open mind, uh, able to learn. Do your own physical activity outside of wrestling because it cannot be their job to keep you in ring shape. Always treat everyone with respect. That's another giant thing that I have to emphasize on. Uh, And you will definitely last a good amount of time in that environment because honestly, if you keep to yourself, if you're very disrespectful, you're not willing to learn, then nobody really knows what you're doing there. And these are all very important factors that you have to adapt to, especially if you want to make it to the big leagues like WWE or any other product. Honestly, practice makes perfect. When I first started, I was honestly not the best. And I always thought, how am I going to get better from this? So just keep coming to your classes, keep learning. You'll surprise yourself with how much you're able to do and how much you're able to learn. So just always stay humble, shake everyone's hand train hard and honestly the sky's the limit it definitely is and truth be told if you're mm-hmm. a new person in wrestling or plan on starting off a career in it or just doing it for fun just make sure you have the passion for it and make sure you respect the business because that's what's going to get you all the way to the end i agree you're not in it for yourself you're in it as part of a larger picture And to survive, you just need to straight up be appreciative. Definitely. And if any of the fans or listeners want to find out who Novanox is, where can they find you on social media? Well, I have accounts on Instagram and on Facebook as The Novanox. I'm also on Twitter, but what can I say? I'm a busy person, Shazzy. But for sure, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Feel free to reach out, say hi. If you want to know more about me or if you want to know more about WME, please reach out and I'll be happy to help. And if you're looking to get your career started off in wrestling or just train for fun, make sure you visit Wrestling ME on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. DM them. They'll help you with setting up a class, learning how to train, get the basics, get your foot indoor wrestling, and just make sure that you can progress further in this business. Once again, you can find them at Wrestling ME on Instagram, at Wrestling ME on Facebook, and Wrestling ME1 on Twitter. Unless you're listening from outside of the UAE, then do some research. Look out for who's open right now during the COVID-19 situation. See who's active and reach out to them. Honestly, that's just a message away for you to start learning how to train. Definitely. And it's never too late to learn. Never. It's never too late. Even if you look at the current product, you see people all sorts of ages and sizes and they're doing it. Yeah, definitely. So it doesn't matter what size. And we always emphasize this. If you've listened to the previous episodes, our biggest emphasis is on this. doesn't matter what size, what age, what lifestyle, what type of person you are. Just get into it. Everyone's there to help you. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great point to make. And that brings us to the end of this very awesome interview with Nova. Thank you for being on. Thank you for having me. (laughs) It's definitely a pleasure to have you on. And if you haven't already, make sure you check out 
all the other episodes available on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Deezer, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and a bunch of other podcast streaming platforms. We're everywhere. You can also search for The WrestleCast with Shozy on Google and go off other results you get on there. But also be sure to follow us on Instagram at The WrestleGram, on Twitter at RealWrestleGram. And if you're over on YouTube, at The Wrestling Group. Thank you all for listening. I've been Chosie, and until next time. <laughs>